<laughs> What's happening, weirdos? Happy Thanksgiving. Or, you know, it's the day after Thanksgiving. Happy food hangover day. Don't panic. Val is on the episode. Uh, she just had uh, therapy, so she ran. I'm doing the intro solo, but rest assured, she is here. She is delightful. This is a wonderful chat. It was basically like therapy for me. I hope you benefit from it as much as I benefited from it. Uh, got a lot of wisdom and love from Val, and I'm excited to share it with you guys. Uh, I know it's sort of a cheesy thing to say, maybe, but uh, I am very thankful for this podcast, and I'm very thankful for you guys sharing it with us, for all of y'all sharing it with us and listening and interacting and uh, just just giving your support. It means a lot, a lot, a lot. So thank you. We're so happy to be doing this with you. Hope you're having a great holiday. Um, a lot of people take this week off, but I know some of you are traveling uh, or maybe you just need a break from your family and you're ducking off with your earbuds and listening to your familiar uh, favorite shows and we're happy to drop a new episode with you and we were happy to record one. It was also fun for us. So happy holidays. Hope you're doing well. Uh, if you have complicated family like I do, <laughs> hope you're hanging in and enjoying it and finding a ways uh, to enjoy yourself. And thanks for listening. As you guys know, uh, this podcast is sponsored by different things, but they are things that I absolutely love and for real, for real use, like Sunday's dog food, which has been a huge game change. You guys know that I have a complicated relationship with my dog as I was raised with cats, but we love Brody. And if you're like us, the dog Brody, the dog Brody is part of the family. And we know uh, taking care of a dog is kind of tricky when it comes to food. We used to get human grade food for, for Brody, but it was in the fridge. It had to be refrigerated. Uh, then we went from that to just like plain ass burnt kibble. And it, we finally found Sundays and it's changed the whole system. We realized why not feed them food that actually tastes good to them and is super healthy for them and is super, super easy. Sundays is air dried, meaning you don't have to refrigerate it. It's human grade, which means it's uh, easy for him to digest, gives him amazing energy. And like a dog food commercial, Brody wags his tail when he eats it. He devours it. He didn't used to finish his kibble always, but he devours this food. Uh, we actually had to get like one of those spiral bowls to slow him down because he loves the taste of it so much. And for real, for real, just like a dog commercial, he, dog food commercial, he runs for it. It's the happiest I see him. And then he runs back to the box and sniffs at it. It's like a bowl of treat. The whole thing has the feel of a treat based on how he eats it, but it's all the nutrition of a meal. And we've seen a noticeable increase in his energy and his mood. He is one happy dog. So if you want to do this, we, we just subscribe. Sundays is the first and only human-grade air-dried dog food, combining the nutrition and taste of all-natural human-grade food with the ease of a zero-prep, ready-to-eat formula. Sundays is the best friend to feed. I'm sorry, the best way to feed your best friend. It's easier for dog parents to manage than refrigerated human-grade dog food. No fridge, no prep. 
no cleanup. It's basically like pouring a bowl of cereal. Unlike most human-grade dog food, Sunday is gently air-dried and ready to eat versus the other brands that are cooked and frozen instead. It's as simple as scoop, serve, and watch your pup devour it. In a blind taste test, Sunday's outperformed leading competitors 40 to 0. No artificial binders, no synthetic additives or general garbage. Seriously, look at the labor. All of the ingredients are easy to pronounce except for quinoa and healthy for dogs to eat. Simply said, Sundays makes it easier for me to be an awesome dog parent. We've worked out a special deal for weirdos. You receive 35% off your first order. We just did this. I just used this promo code to up to the subscription level for this because we're in and we love it and Brody loves it. Go to sundaysfordogs.com slash weird or use code weird at checkout. That's S-U-N-D-A-Y-S-F-O-R-D-O-G-S dot com forward slash weird. Switch to Sundays like we did and feel good about what you are feeding your dog. 35% off and show your support of the podcast. Also... We are brought to our brought to us by our friends at Everlane. Everlane is my favorite online clothing company. They are responsible. They are stylish. They are incredible. As you know, I'm a huge jeans person. I love classic blue. I love dark blue. I love how versatile are. I love how it feels like uh, the the official uniform of being free and adventurous. We all love denim, but what we don't love is pesticides, pollution, and the waste that goes into making it. Everlane's four-way stretch denim is made from premium organic cotton in some of the world's most sustainable factories, and it's tough enough to handle becoming a part of your everyday uniform, guaranteed. The four-way stretch is incredibly comfortable. The denim gives you confidence in motion. It feels great, looks great with everything. You can dress it up. You can dress it down. It's durable enough to handle becoming a part of your everyday wear. If you're like me, I sometimes wear it for weeks at a time. That's just how I do. That's just how I do. Four styles, four washes, nothing but damn good denim. Four-way stretch offers a comfortable fit and freedom to move with confidence. 365-day guarantee. Everlane is so confident in their uniform collection that in the unlikely event that your jeans get a hole or a tear, don't sweat it. They'll gladly replace them with a new pair. Incredible. And starting just at 88 bucks, that's premium organic denim minus the luxury markup. And denim can be a dirty business. That's why Everlane does things differently. We're talking about cleaner fabrics using organic cotton, which is better for the planet and safer for workers. Cleaner factories. Their denim uh, factory recycles 98% of their water, keeps byproducts out of the environment, and uses renewable energy and air drying to reduce CO2 emissions by 80%. And cleaner impact. Everlane is one of the first companies to make denim that fits great and doesn't dirty the planet. Pretty cool, huh? Sign up today at everlane.com slash weird for 10% off your first order plus free shipping and get easy returns within 30 days of your ship date. That's 10% off your first order when you sign up at everlane.com slash weird. Also, this is not in the copy this week, but I just got a cashmere sweater from Everlane and it's it's a showstopper, guys. I'm going to be wearing it on Thanksgiving for sure. Val loves it. I think it's my favorite uh, piece of clothing that I own. So while you're there, it's the same thing. Everlane.com slash weird. Check out their sweaters. Val just got one. I just got one. Unbelievable game change. Little little bonus. Everlane.com slash weird. Share your support of the show. Last but not least, 
I'm getting kind of low, which means I'm going to go to onnit.com slash weird for real and order more Alpha Brain. Alpha Brain is probably the product I talk most about in my real life. It's the thing that I am promoting and plugging and turning people onto because it is a huge game changer and secret weapon for my life. It is a nootropic, which means it's uh, food for your brain, it's nutrition for your ideas, for your creativity, for your memory, and for your focus. For the past, uh, it's almost been seven years, eight years, I have not done a podcast, I have not done stand-up, I have not gone on a date with Val, I have not written a script without taking two, three Alpha Brain beforehand, 15 minutes before. I notice the difference. That's always number one. The first thing people ask me is, do you really notice the difference? I absolutely notice the difference. It's like eating a meal for your brain. Earth-grown ingredients, it's not a stimulant. It's not like caffeine. It doesn't elevate your heart rate. It just gives your brain the nutrition it needs to function at its best. And I absolutely love it. I find it incredibly helpful with all of my creative endeavors, but especially now I'm shooting a TV show. If I need to remember lines, I am giving other actors Alpha Brain on set and they are thanking me for it. It is such a secret weapon. I wish I knew about it in college. I'm so glad I know about it now. If you do something that uses your brain, and chances are you do, and if you would do what you do better if your brain worked better, and chances are that's true, Alpha Brain is for real, for real, a huge ally, a secret weapon in my in my brain arsenal that I've sworn by for many years. And if you want to, if you like it one tenth as much as I like it, you're gonna you're gonna crap your pants. It's incredible. And the best way to know if you like it is to try it. Go to onnit, O-N-N-I-T dot com slash weird. Everything you see on that landing page, including Alpha Brain, is 10% off. And that really helps us out, shows your support of the show, shows our advertisers that, that these, these ads work and help and keeps the lights on, as they say. And we really, really appreciate it. So please uh, try a Pete's Pick. All right, everybody, that's it. Try a Pete's Pick. Hope to see you on December 14th at Largo. Largo-LA.com is my next stand-up show. Uh, And thanks to everybody that came out to the live We Made It Weird with Amy Mann. That'll be out soon. In the meantime, enjoy uh, We Made It Weird. I believe it's 64. Oh, my gosh. Get into it. I fucked up. Uh, a good start. <laughs> do, uh, do, 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 do have COVID nineteen? <laughs> do, 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 do I? Now um, I woke up with a little sniffle, and uh, I'm sort of just like I canceled everything. I actually was I, like I feel fine. I just feel really tired because Lula, we just uh, very much brutal. But I was just in there, and I took my temperature because I was like. Do I? Da, 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 da. Have COVID nineteen. Look, if you're gonna worry about it, just have a little fun with it from the eighties. <laughs> do 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 I? COVID nineteen. I swear I don't mean at this moment. I'm wondering. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, but seriously, it's a it's a big. It's a big <laughs> you have the, have the laugh fade up. But uh, seriously, seriously it's, no, it's, uh, a it's a serious thing. It is a serious thing. It's a serious thing. Um, how is your throat? Is it still hurt? I feel fine. I just have a real deep voice. I, you're a mean one. Well, I woke up. So Leela woke up. Leela Jane. Yeah, Leela Jane. Her daughter. She woke up at like, I don't know, 
I know I got out of bed at six fifty at five fifty. Big difference, six fifty five fifty five fifty. Yeah, big difference, five fifty six o'clock. Oh my jeez, that's ten minutes. Oh, that's a sweet ten. Well, it's uh, because of the time change. Uh, I've since having Leela. I wake up and the first thing I do is look at the edges of the curtains to see if it's light out. Yeah, yet. you mean our curtain clock? Yeah, curtain clock. Yeah, and if it's dark, that's how it started. Yeah. Today was dark on dark. Blue on black. But it's Tears of the river. <laughs> Such a stupid song. I don't know if I know it. You know that song. Whisper on dream doesn't mean a thing. Gonna take you back. I wish it, there was more because this is how it goes. Blue on black. It's like a cool song. It's not a cool song. Yeah. But it's... It's, it's like it's cool. it's a cooler song yeah. for I feel like for people who love like kind of like cross the plate modern country music, but then they're like, but blue on black. I don't know. I'm out of my depth. I take I, it back. So is it a country song? <laughs> Sounds like a country song. <laughs> I don't think it's a country song. I um, I'm going to YouTube. I can just go to Spotify. The way I really do feel like so often you even on this podcast. You sing a song and I go, I do not know that yep. song. And you're like, you know that song. And then you sing a song that you could be making up. Blue well, Kanye up. did it. No, no Kenny. Kenny Wayne. <laughs> oh my God, you are funny. I didn't know I'm that's so what this tired. person looked like. It's the Kenny Wayne Shepherd Band. That sounds it's from like 1997. This is, well, I didn't want to say it, but this is what your dad Although, would think is a cool song, I think. Yeah. Uh it's like it's like informed by Nirvana, okay, but it's country. Familiar. You know yeah. this one. I just buy you a Budweiser. <laughs> Can I get some fried mushrooms over here? Fried mushrooms. Yeah, we're in a bar. We're getting this. It's a saloon. A saloon. We're in a saloon. I'm gonna ask you to dance. A saloon. We're in a saloon. Fried mushrooms. Maybe fried pickles. Yeah, I feel like fried pickles are. Even swankier than fried mushrooms. What? Yeah, you're right. Fried I'm... pickles is like what they serve at Hooters. Look, I'm full of shit, okay? okay let's listen more. Let's, no, we're, we don't have to listen until let's the... Let's listen to the entire song. Where are you from? <laughs> Where are you from? Look at how long this song is. It's 5.30. He knew it was his hit. And the one I ha- before it is 5.48. There's a lot of over five minutes. Well, the Kenny the Wayne Shepherd loved a you long name means? and a long song. This is the type of music, though, that that just means Here. that they repeat the chorus. Oh, uh, around Jack. Oh, I think it's. On a dream. I always thought this was like Kenny Rogers or something. This guy looks dreamy AF. Yeah. Look at how dreamy he is. He looks like the he lead singer of Silverchair. And I don't know if it's that I'm Who tired. I also find dreamy. Okay, that's enough of that song. <laughs> I'm so sorry to everyone. Isn't it funny? So many people will have heard a little bit of Blue on Black today. Because of us. Um, that's, I, that's an incredible responsibility. I, <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, baby. It's too much power. It's too much power. Um, I don't know if it was because he kind of looked dreamy or because I was expecting something worse. But like, I didn't hate that song. <laughs> No, and because this is this is something. 
I thought it was Kenny Rogers. Is that mm. Kenny? Like gray hair, sort of pepper gray beard. Yeah, yeah. Kenny I Rogers. thought it was him trying to be cool. This is so stupid. Whoa. The sound is the same. Yeah. Like it would always sound like that. Yes. But when I saw his picture and saw that it wasn't Kenny Rogers' Chicken Roasters, oh, I was yeah. like, well, maybe it is a cool song because yeah. he has long hair and a leather jacket and it came out in 1997. But like nothing changed. But if that was Kenny Rogers mm. and it came out in 1974, I'd be like, check out this piece of shit song. But it's from my generation and he kind of looks like Silvici. I'm sort of like, well, maybe he's rad. Yeah. So stupid. Who is Silverchair again? <laughs> Silverchair. Oh, we're going to have a music episode. You don't know Silverchair? No. I was... I have one note, Spotify. Can Spotify.com just take me to my player? Yeah, please. <laughs> I don't I don't need the page uh, that goes... I have a lot of notes, Spotify. Pay your artists more. Oh, shit. My big problem is just that main page thing. <laughs> this is Silverchair. Oh, I know They're Australian. Oh, they are? Silvici. Silvici. It's, you know... Yeah, I like this song. Oh, yeah. This is the hook. Oh! It went right through my colon. Yeah. Listen again. It'll go through yours. Yeah. Mm, did you feel it in I the did. colon? Yeah. I don't know exactly where my colon is, but I felt it in my <laughs> butt, and I think it's pretty close. The colon is the gateway to... No, the butt is the gateway. What you know is the butt. No, the is colon the is... the anus. The colon is the the foyer the foyer to the butt. Okay, going from inside out. Yeah. I'm going from outside in, which is how I mostly know my butt. All right. Well, then <laughs> the butt is the hallway to the colon. And the anus is just the door, because that's a sphincter. The anus is seeing the tip of the sphincter. It's, it's like the part of the. It? <laughs> Oh my god, I'm sorry it's, everybody. It's seeing it. <laughs> what I'm saying is if you picture like a I don't know if you can say a Chinese finger trap anymore, but like I I don't uh, know if you a, can. An unspecified finger trap. <laughs> an eastern non-specified finger trap. Yeah. That honestly, if we're being real, looks Swedish. It's always woven. Yeah, it does look Swedish. Oh, let's rock out. Oh, till tomorrow. See, when I was in a punk band, we always sang to the root note. We we didn't know how to sing like See the, the yeah. he's not going you 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 wait till tomorrow. Yeah, like you're that. singing exactly <laughs> what you're playing. And but it, all our band. all the bands we liked weren't doing that. I don't know why it took me a while to figure that out. Well, it's believe. a little more advanced, isn't it? It's a can't little bit a, more advanced. Can't be as advanced as civil chair. Well, if I was, I'd be fucking silver chair, right? Right. What I'm saying is, if you picture a non-specified Eastern. Also sort of Swedish looking woven dual digit entrapment device. I also think you could just say finger trap. There's only one. Okay. <laughs> okay. If you Wait, picture what finger trap? A finger trap made out of this is too gross. Just if you What oh, I'm saying is if you picture a sphincter, I you have a sphincter at the top about. of your throat. So uh-huh. you have one there that lets it into your throat. Yeah. And then you have one that lets it out of your butt. Mm-hmm. This is why Alan Watts is like, so many of us think we're just tubes. 
Like yeah. we are just like a tube with legs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like things Lots go in, things go out. But really, I like his image because it's just like it's just up to down. <laughs> yeah. You put the food in, and it goes down, and it goes out. And then that tube needed legs so it yeah. could go around to get things to put in the top of the tube. Oh, I think about legs all the time. Where I'm like, <clears throat> it really is so funny. It's like you make a solid person, and you're like, how's it gonna move? Let's just split the bottom. <laughs> Like one snip. Let's snip, the, snip bottom, the bottom. And then give let it two things. Two move. It's a really great design. It totally works. It's like in Luca where it's like <laughs> lean forward and right before you fall, catch yourself. Like yeah. he's explaining how to walk. Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> he's like, and then just keep sort of falling forward, but catch yourself with your feet. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, that's what running is. Yes. It's so weird. Or walking. It's weird to have, like, with Leela... Sauntering. I think I remember being, like... Not that you could explain how to walk, but there's so many different body movements. Like, I catch myself explaining to her often. Like, last night, she wanted to do a snap, a, a slap bracelet. Yeah. And she couldn't straighten it. So I would go, like, put your thumbs on the end, and then... Like and I just caught myself having to try to figure out like how to explain this motion, <laughs> like of the flicking, the, like the, just the inverting. Yeah, like anybody you can imagine, just trying to verbally explain to somebody how to straighten a slap bracelet when they're brand new here. Oh, I'll, I'll give you. I think maybe a more intense example that might be easier over the audio only platform that we're on uh -huh. is those the ball. It's a half a better a ball. example. You could just say it. <laughs> Are we doing a better job? <laughs> it's uh, it's you know those half balls that you push, you invert. Yes. You make an innie and outie. Yeah. And then you put it in, it pops up. Yeah. That's also impossible to describe. Yep. You're like, okay, hold it backwards and push it through. And, I and told like, her, put your thumbs, because she knows thumbs. So I go, put your thumbs in the oh, middle. Oh, she knows thumbs. And then it's the exact same motion that I'm trying to explain. Motion catching. And you can't really do it. But then the thing is, is we don't have to explain, like, just like we didn't have to explain walking. Like, they just, we, as people. Yeah, you figure it out. We learn and we... We like watch and learn. It's very cool. It is very cool, Valerie. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm worried. I don't think we have COVID, but like, it's so funny because I, I haven't. Been, oh, I don't sorry. really think I have COVID though. I have I, some. I have a mild congestion. Yeah. And I feel fantastic. Yeah. And like, I did muchos, muchos Wim Hof this morning. Mm -hmm. Pretty sure you're not yeah. going to be rocking a bunch of Wim Hof if you got the Cocos. Also, I just wanted to say. Cut to me. I haven't been. <laughs> Ambulance. <laughs> I did think for a second, I was like, maybe we all just get a casual COVID test today. Um, just well, I'm getting one on. I think I'm getting one on Friday, so I'm just going to live in the in the mystery. But the <laughs> reason I wanted it is because we're doing Thanksgiving with friends. No, we could go get one. But also, that's what I was going to say is I haven't been worried about COVID. I've been in this like great period where I was like, I've every once in a while, I just noticed like, wow, I'm really not worried about COVID right now. Like, I, 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 of course, a little. No, I know you mean, but what you're saying is we've had two years of worrying about it. And then you were like, huh? Yeah. Like, hey, I wasn't worrying about it. Yeah. Or like, I'm being careful, but I'm not like thinking like, oh my God, what if I get it? Um, 
And then we planned this really fun Thanksgiving with friends. A Friendsgiving. A Friendsgiving on Thanksgiving Day, which we've never done. Like a proper, actually on Thanksgiving Friendsgiving. Not we, like an, a second Thanksgiving. Yeah, like a like, like a this is Thanksgiving. Of, and we've never done this where like we didn't travel somewhere to go to a family It's the best. It's house. because I went home for my mom's birthday, this unexpected bonus. And I would say this, I think I did say this to my mom. It's like an unexpected bonus. We don't have to travel during yeah. the worst. Not so look, people are going to be listening to this while they're traveling. Yeah. Godspeed, I love you. I support you. Hang in there. But also, we're not going to be doing that. Yeah, we're not going to be doing that. And I've been so excited about this friendsgiving that, like, that's what made me worried about it. Was I was like, but if what if not even COVID? But I was like, what if one of the three of us gets sick? Somehow in the next 48 hours, and then we won't be able to this, do it. Um, yeah, this, this is what I think we should talk about, because we only have an hour, and your love of friends remains uh, true inspiring, blue. true blue. <laughs> and we went to a wedding, and uh, it was a beautiful wedding. This was on Saturday? Um, yes. Yeah. On Saturday, we went to a wedding, and I haven't felt... Like, it's so funny, like, on this podcast, in my stand-up, and on all that sort of stuff, I'm always talking about, like, being open, keeping your heart open, like, uh, being enthusiastic, uh, being engaged, like, taking chances, doing new things, having an exciting life. And then if you throw me in, like... But that's, like, a learned behavior for me, because mm -hmm. my fundamental belief is that people aren't safe, and, like, it's probably best just to take care of yourself and don't rely on other people. And as I get older and through psychedelics and meditation and spiritual practice and stuff, I've been like, no, it's out there. Life is a relationship. But that's all learned. And when I realize that it's learned is when I go to a wedding where... Like, these people made me look like Ebenezer Scrooge, <laughs> it, even at my best. Mm -hmm. And we danced at the wedding, and we had fun, and we and talked you, to people. Yeah. But these people, and they're beautiful people, I'm not making fun of them, were getting up and, like, speech after speech after speech. I'm talking bridesmaids, groomsmen, all that sort of stuff, and the, and the person who officiated. Everybody was just like, I would be dead if it weren't for you, Tim. I'm yeah. changing the names. <laughs> Tim, you saved my life. Mm -hmm. Tim, you are the best man I've ever known. <laughs> you are a fine man. A f it sounded like fucking like Emerson wrote it. You're a fine man. He get, he and your character him. is sterling. And go on. He did get called a man of honor many times. A man of honor. And everyone knew specifics. They yeah. were like, we all know how Tim is about Frank's hot sauce. And everyone laughs. Like, everyone laughs. Yeah. And then the parents get up and the parents are like, my sweet boy, Timmy. By the way, I know I'm using comedy voice, but really who I'm making fun of is me. Mm -hmm. I felt like the episode of Seinfeld where Elaine finds the parallel Jerry, George, and Kramer, mm -hmm. and they're really sweet. And they're like always going to the library and writing letters to old friends and shit. And I'm like, I went to that wedding and I was like, you know what, Pete? Good, good. A little humbling for all of your work. I love hugging people. I love learning names. I love connecting. I love talking, all that sort of stuff. When you meet a real, like real interdependent person, because mm -hmm. my independence is so important to me when people are like, I, just, I don't know if I'd be here without you, Tim, which 
for real was said three times. Yeah. I was I wasn't counting. I didn't have to count. It was one after another after another. Yeah. And then the girls would be like, if it weren't for Julie, I don't I don't think I'd be alive. And I'm just going like, wow. I have a huge part of me that's like that's embarrassing and like I, I I don't have anyone in my life other than you of course and Leela that I would say that about mm-hmm. and I don't have anyone that would I, I think that would say that about me mm-hmm. and it, I, I really felt like a, a dwarf amongst hobbits mm. like hobbits were like I couldn't get over the like you know how Tim really loves See Three's Company seasons one and three, but and then everyone in unison hates season two. Uh-huh. Cheers and woos and 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 I was just like everyone's crying. Yeah, and I was like totally. This is what makes me a comedian, and I'm and I'm going to be done after this. I am for all of my work. There's still a weird freaky deaky in me that is uh, threatened and challenged and uncomfortable mm-hmm. around like true interdependent love love that like if you took away tim seven people it seems would fall apart and because of my childhood because of the specific whatever the things that shook me growing up i was like this is why i'm always buying earthquake food and fucking new shit saunas and cold plunges it's just like just take care of you just take care of you and they're like i found a way to make a necklace, a necktie out of flowers, and I gave it to you. I lost my job because I was weaving it, but it was worth it. And then everyone cries and melts into a puddle of love. And I'm like, yeah, I like love more as a concept, I guess. I don't know. I don't know, though, that you... So I have so many thoughts about it. Just for the context, that really is like what... I was coming from when I moved to LA. And that disturbs me too because I'm worried that I'm bringing you into my Rapunzel Tower where I also live. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, let me show you what it's like to be able to get Postmates every day. <laughs> and then you're like, well, this is great. And I'm like, say goodbye to your friends. <laughs> I don't, that isn't, I, I appreciate you being, I think both of us should be appropriately aware. aware to make sure that that doesn't happen. And if this were Five years ago, I would be like, and we got went to that wedding and you felt the way you feel about it. I'd be like, uh oh, because like five years ago, I, well, I moved to LA two years or sorry, seven years ago. And for a good two years, I had like a couple friends, but I was mostly like of my own that were close, but I was mostly just friends with your friends which were all comedians which you've as you've pointed out now and frequently on this podcast it's just a different breed and i think one of the key differences is i like i always think about the the conceit how they sold the show friends the like elevator pitch or whatever yeah was it's a show about the time in your life when your friends are your family and uh-huh. that's like your 20s basically yeah. And that's how it was for me. I lived with all of my friends. You would you would have like a let's get sushi and invite your friends and then you're like, well really we got to invite this person this person. and before you know it you have 20 people. You just like can't do anything with under 20 people. And you've brought some of this into our life where I'm like, yes. let's go to Disneyland. This is a fake example. Let's go to Disneyland. And you're like, okay, let's invite Lisa. Well, if we invite Lisa, we have to invite Misty. And if we invite Misty, we have to invite Melissa. And I'm like, 
the, and the, the, not my highest self, mm-hmm. but I know people listening can relate. I go, see, this is why I don't do that. Yeah. Like, it's like, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Have yeah. you heard that? Yeah. No, you're, but I love you're like going far and I'm just like, stay mobile, have a go bag. Don't rely on these people. And then again, everybody listening, please know that I know that this is not my best self to the point of friends. I'm like... I remember my mom basically telling me this. It's like, then those people get married and they abandon you. So make sure you look out for yourself. Yeah. (laughs) And you, you, yeah, you've mentioned that. And I'm like, I don't think that that doesn't apply to everybody that just applied to your parents. So that's why I actually argue that this is all learned and it's not who you are. You might be more introverted, but I think this was your feelings of like it's just better to go it alone i think that's learned i don't i don't think safer that's safer to you go are. it alone yeah yeah but, but um, i had those friends go sorry but so during that time in the 20s where where a lot of people are, are and not everybody but a lot of people are experiencing that like their friends are their whole lives um, comedians were, that's when they were like the most focused on their career. Right. And you had a lot of friends and friends that are remain friends, but it was like a different type of relationship where you were like, well, that's an agreement that the, that the job and your ambition comes first and relationship comes second. And I think my experience and what um, these friends whose wedding we went to, their experience and a lot of people's experiences outside of LA or New York. If you don't live in LA or New York, I I think it's like, well, I'm going to work towards my dreams or whatever, but that's second to my friends. Yeah. And can I, yeah, please. When you have your life outside of you. So Mm -hmm. you're saying like your friends are your life. Mm -hmm. Then your life is out there and you like can't control it. I'm I'm really trying mm-hmm. to get in touch mm-hmm. with the part of me keeping in mind this is the last time I'll give this disclaimer that this is not my highest self. But I'm like if you're going like these people are my everything. Yeah. It's like your 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 life is all over the place. Yeah. Maybe your life is over here and it goes away for 3 weeks. It's it's like so vulnerable. Yeah. And I really it do sort of feel like the dwarves. I'm like Let's hoard resources. Let's live in the mountain. Mm-hmm. Let's drink and eat. And we'll, you know, you'll have allies. And every once in a while, you'll befriend a, a light-footed elf. But for the most part, you're mostly about axes and, like, protecting the borders. And yeah. for all the shit I give tribalist uh, mentalities, mm-hmm. and I do every week, I am, like, my own little tribe. Mm. I, I, that's it. What, 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 yeah. But you understand that. It's vulnerable. Well, it is vulnerable. Yes. You're letting more in your life. And you're and that's more people to see, who, to like let in to truly see who you are. And, but it's, that's everything. That's the whole point. The, the reason to do it is that anything worth doing requires vulnerability. This- and to your point about like your life is outside there. So there's less control. There's not any control when you're living inside your own self either. There's the maybe a greater illusion of control. Well, this goes to my father who was in politics briefly, like like local Somerville, Massachusetts city politics. Mm. And I remember when I got divorced the first time, the one of the first things my dad said, and he meant it in love. I'm not putting him down. He was like, 
Well, she left you, so you're clean. Yeah. Like, it was all... So transactional. And it was all, how does it look? Yeah. How does it look? And I have a lot of that. And I think a lot of... I hope I'm not alone in this, because I don't want to be alone. But, like, it's very political. It's like, I want to look... Mm-hmm. Phone vibrating. <laughs> Not cool, Val. Sorry. No, I just think of the people. I got lots of friends of texting me. See? <laughs> don't need that. Don't need that. You don't have that. to have that, though. You can have... That's the No, thing. I know. That's Mikey. Birbiglia. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Birbiglia. And this is what I said yes. after the wedding. I was like, you can have close, vulnerable friendships that look nothing like that. That That's right. Can, no, they're dwarf friendships. Those yeah. motherfuckers were hobbits. Mm-hmm. And I love those And I'm hobbits. a hobbit for sure. And you're definitely a hobbit. And I'm madly in love with you. And you married a weird fucking dwarf. And that might be learned. Maybe if I take all this dwarfish makeup off, I am... oh, And when I take psychedelics, I'm a goddamn hobbit. And when I meditate, and when I do Wim Hof, and if I do a cold bath, I come out a hobbit. Yeah. I'm like... I'm, I, I remember myself. Mm-hmm. It's one of the things I love about... The, when I take psychedelics, is the first thing that happens is all of that sort of like my process goes away, mm. and I just want to like engage. Yeah. But I was what, what what was I saying? I think I still have an issue. Believe it or not, for as much as I like to share on this podcast, there's still elements of my personality that I don't love sharing Mm. like i think we mentioned this on another episode you you had a friend and you were giving them advice to do something it was in the realm of quitting your job or changing this or changing that moving or whatever it might have been Mm -hmm. and you gave them all this advice and then the next time you hung out with them it was like a month later i was like did they do what you asked or did they consider what you asked or whatever and you were like no Mm -hmm. and that's when i was like oh val's just playing a different game Mm -hmm. and the way that I'm hard on my friends, like if we if we talk and it's like, dude, you got to stop huffing glue or whatever mm-hmm. it is. And then a week later, they're still huffing glue. You're like, I don't know about this. This isn't working. <laughs> like, it's like, it's weird. Yeah. And your uh, weakness sort of reflects on me and it frustrates me and it overwhelms me. And it's just easier to like cut the tie and go away. You don't seem to have that. No, I have had that sometimes, like, when there are friends that, you know, I mean, I think the most classic example is if you if you have a friend who is really unhappy in a relationship and you just over and over give them breakup advice and they just never will do it or they do it and then you're so proud of them and then they get back together with the person and you're like, okay. And like, that's been happening to me since high school. Like that's just what, so, but I, and sometimes that can be frustrating when you're like, this is somebody's pattern and I'm just along for the ride, I guess. And I'm just going to keep watching them do this pattern. But What I get out of it, and this is what I think it is. I think you could, if you're wanting to work on this, I don't think you necessarily have to, but like you could just reflect and open to whatever you get out of friendships. Because that's what it always comes down to for me is I'm like, but I got to be a good friend to this person, which means so much to me because they are always a good friend to me. And so Mm -hmm. this is being... There's a feeling of reciprocation, reciprocity that just is like, feels really good. And I get 
I get joy being with this person. I feel seen when I'm with this person. I feel fulfilled. Life feels more fun. Like there's so much that I get out of it that even when there are times where I'm like, okay, so we're just going to have this exact conversation again. And then there's going to be no improvement. Of course, I don't say that. Um, I, it's like a drop in the the point. Yeah. Okay, I really think you're you were centering it on it for me or whatever that is what the expression is. If someone stood up at our wedding and said, "I wouldn't be alive if it weren't for Pete." Mm. I would spray that person with raid. <laughs> Yeah. Because I would go, you know why though? That, I know that's a, why, but I don't know if I should say it. On that's air. a funny way to say it because my mom yes. taught me that that's I was it. her lifeblood. That's it. Yes. And I love my mom mm-hmm. and I am in a great place with my mom. She accidentally called me today <laughs> <laughs> and we had a lovely chat and I am really good and love my mom and absolutely real. This is the one disclaimer. She did the best she, she could. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And... I can't handle because of my childhood people being like, I'm only happy when you're around. Yeah. That level of like, you're it for me. Yeah. I'm like, that doesn't work for me. That's It's right. like the Whoopi Goldberg book. If someone says you complete me, run away mm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's a real comedian thing. It's yeah. like, I think. It's yeah. like, dude, you got to find a hobby. Mm. Remember I had that, uh, I had a bit about like all, all love music is codependent. Mm-hmm. I don't want to close my eyes. I don't want to fall asleep. It's like, dude, read a book. Yeah. Like go f- watch a movie yeah. <laughs> or something. Go make a friend. Cause I can't have you watching me sleep. <laughs> Steven Tyler <laughs> fucking beat it, dude. But it is my mom. Yeah. And then I think the like. I don't, this, I love what you said, Val, I was going to call you mama. I love what you said, (laughs) but having just talked about my mom, I I passed. (laughs) I love what you said, which is like, I don't know if I need to change. After that wedding, I wanted, and I still will, but I wanted so badly to call Mike Birbiglia Mm. because even though both Mike and I look like LL Bean models, I don't mean models. I just mean people that would wear fleeces, (laughs) sipping cocoa. And we look kind of like normal. Mm -hmm. We look like pretty regular folk. I know deep down, both he and I are like, this is freaking me out. Like, okay, everyone it. here is like really gooey for each other. <laughs> and I'd be like, yeah, like, I, I want dwarf shit. It's not bad. It's not better than Hobbit shit. But dwarf shit is real like, I don't know. But that's it. So that's perfect. You have honed in on something one of the beautiful gifts of friendship, which is, hey, I'm weird in this way. You're weird in this way that's, too. That's it. Let, let's be, let's be the same together, so that neither one of us feels weird. Right. And it just happens to be that my friends are weird in the way that, like, we want to snuggle on the couch all the time. And Val, if you give me some MDMA, I will get in that snuggle puddle. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that. That version, I've only done MDMA like twice, but I'm just saying like mm-hmm. that heart open space is my favorite space. And something about my, the way that I am in this regard keeps me on the spiritual path because I'm always trying to stay open yeah. and it takes an effort, but I'm also trying to love Pete and just be okay with how Pete is because when I call Mikey and he understands yeah. and even though Mike and I, we do love each other dearly. Mm-hmm. 
neither neither of us are withholding the feeling if I didn't have you, I would fall apart. Mm. We don't like mm-hmm. that freaks certain people out. Sure, you had to deal with that way too young. That's that's the name of your wound. So a good way to love you as a friend, as a partner, or whatever, is to not require those things, to not put that on you. Right. It's, it's zombie movies versus apocalyptic movies. And I'm, a, I'm apocalyptic movies. And I, I want a backpack and a child or a book, and I want to walk west. And some people, you, want a pickup truck and shotguns and a, ba- a pack of six. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, when I watch zombie movies, which is why I don't like zombie movies. By the way, this is Patton Oswalt that made up everybody's either a zombie movie or a post-apocalyptic movie. And it's really a way of having the conversation we're having. Do you think people are safer? Do you think it's safer without people mm-hmm. to a certain extent? Mm-hmm. I have people in my life. I just don't need 90 people in my life. Mm-hmm. And when I watch zombie movies and they get a pack together or a heist movie, there's always the wild guy that's like, mm-hmm. you know what? Fuck these zombies. I say we make our stand right here. Yeah. And I'm like, but they killed Julian. They killed Julian and he was an MMA fighter. I think we should like stick to the sewers and like go slow and and quiet. Mm-hmm. And he's always like, no, nah, man, I'm going out and we're, we're taking it now. And I'm like, that's what people are to me. There's always a fucking guy that's like, fuck these zombies. I ain't scared. And I'm like, see, if I'm alone and I feel that I can do it, but I'm the only one that benefits or loses from that. But I don't need that group. That's why I don't like the X-Men. I like Wolverine by himself. I don't need the X-Men being like, but the moral implications of going after Magneto. It's like, ah, fuck this. I'll be drinking alone with adamantium bones. Um, I I think that that's, yeah, I think that this is um, how people work. There are some people that are like me and there are just as many people like you Um and it's not like worse or better. The only bummer about it is that like I do love living in some sort of community. And I'm starting to realize I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> what do you mean? Like a like, like a not compound? like not like yeah, like or like if, you know, even if it was just like we live on a street and there's like friends no, that's great. Like down that's the, the street. That's the OI or dream. Over, yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Okay. There was a time in my most open hearted, I'd be like, we should just get a big house and all our friends can live together. But like that, that doesn't really, that doesn't really work for old Petey and that's okay. Yeah. But having friends in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people are living lives like that. That's what I mean. It's like we have friends in the neighborhood, but they're all comedian friends. So we'd never see them. No, I'm aware of this. I'm aware of this. But I just would love like more. I guess that that wedding also was like this. And I do. I have a very close knit circle of like six girlfriends that really I get a lot of my community from. But there was like a little bit. And it's not your fault. It's if anything, it's L.A.'s fault. Most people who move to L.A. are like the hardest thing to get used to is that people are really flaky here and they don't seem to be friends in the same way that people in smaller towns are right, friends. Right, And so, like, the wedding did give me, like, a little twinge of, like, oh, I really thrive in this kind of environment where you're just, like, so held by a community that everybody in, is friends with each other and, like, everybody has a place. And It's interesting. 
I'm not a good fan. So we did Amy Mann uh, podcast last night, the mm-hmm. live podcast. Thank you to everybody that came out. Yeah, that was so fun. It'll be out soon. It was great. It was really fun. And she and I were relating about what Malcolm Gladwell said to me, which was he's like not a good fan. Mm. And like, I don't love this, right? Mm. But like, I did have the feeling where I was like, oh, maybe we should hang out with uh, Tim and whatever the other fake name I said. And then I was like, I, I'm. it's not me. I'm not going to be the one that's like, did you see? Mm-hmm. He folded his napkin when he went to the bathroom. <laughs> he folded it up. He must have worked in a restaurant. Like, I just don't have that enthusiasm, that fandom. Yeah. And watching people that were fans of each other, fans of things. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. We I, just, don't, I just don't I have that. I think it's totally fine to not have that. You are... Meaning they would be wasted wonderful. on me. Their magic would... St- like, you need an audience for that magic. And they're yeah. each other's audience. Yeah. And what Mikey and I are, him being probably my closest friend, mm-hmm. is is we create a space... It go the bubble goes inward, mm-hmm. like I create a little foyer for him, mm-hmm. and he calls and he talks to me about whatever's stressing him out or whatever he's thinking about or mm-hmm. some idea he has, and I create a space mm-hmm. and I add value to it. I'll give him a tag, I'll laugh, I'll give feedback, but I can also just listen. Mm-hmm. It's not just taking care of business. It's like I listen, I. I, we give advice and that sort of stuff. And then when it's my my turn, not that we think in those terms, he creates a space for me. But there's very little like uh, just sitting around and going like just like appreciating like deep fandom. It's yeah. it's more like a like a meeting. It's more like an AA meeting. It's I like what's your share? I don't, what do you need? I really don't know though because I I hear your conversations with Mikey all the time. And you guys are, I think you're, sorry. You're See, very... I've gotten no calls this whole podcast. <laughs> I'm going to look at my phone. Oh, I did get a phone call. <laughs> I bet it was Paige. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, I think you guys are more effusive than you're letting on. I think I've heard you say, especially you to him, I've heard you say wonderful, beautiful things about how great he is. Well, that's Almost true. Every, every phone call. So I think you're doing the same thing. I think we just draw the line. At, I And you know what? I even would say, like, you're one of my only friends. I really value these conversations. So it's not that. Yeah. It's just like I have a line and it's me saying, I'd be lost without you. Yeah, sure. I can't. You want to keep and it independent. I wanted to go back to this, too. My wife, my first wife, left me. Like, that. that like I go around acting like that didn't have an impact. Mm-hmm. But of course it did. Yeah. And growing up, my experience with friends. So Earn, obviously, he was the 300th episode. Uh, one of my best friend, my best friend growing up. I was always being let down mm. by the availability of Earn, and I would mm. say this to Earn. It's not it wouldn't mm. be news to him. Earn was more of a zombie movie. Mm. I just wanted my one person. This is why we're so good, mm-hmm. and we love the Man Park. Uh, sketch on SNL. <laughs> I related to that hard because I have to make an effort to have relationships outside of this romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. Would I be lost without you? Yeah. <laughs> and that's the end of the list. And Leela. That's the end of the list. Yeah. And that's that's where I'm comfortable. Um, but when I was... Ern and I have a recurring life bit that on the phone, 
I would never want to get off the phone. And he would go, 10, <laughs> 9, 8. Like, he, he still sometimes does this <laughs> like when I call child. him. Like Like, at, at 1, I'm hanging up. And I would just manically or maniacally <laughs> be rattling off all of my needs. And, and look, Ern did a great job being my friend. But I wasn't getting as much as I needed. Mm-hmm. And then I had my friend Nick. And Nick was uh, good looking and athletic and popular. And it's a very, very, it made an impact on all of us. It was my birthday or something. It was my birthday party. And I invited Nick. And this is sort of similar. You know how Brett Goldstein, Brett Goldstein is coming to our Thanksgiving, which is super fun and super cool. New friend. Enjoy that friend. Also a dwarf, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I think he is He's too. a dwarf. Yeah. If he had been at that wedding, he would have been like, fucking hell. <laughs> he would have been on my, and you were on my side too. And the woman next to me was on her side. We had a great time at this wedding. It was so fun. And I found my little fun. pocket to be a comedian and to celebrate love and to have fun and dance. So Brett is coming to our Thanksgiving. As cool as that is, because we think he's so cool, uh, Nick in junior high was like that. Mm. And Nick was coming to my birthday party. And then Nick uh, canceled. And his mom told my mom it was because he got invited to a ski trip. And from that day, for years to this day, Mm. we, Ern and I both say BBD, bigger, better deal. Mm. They got a bigger, better deal. Yeah. And it was this like early imprinting betrayal mm. that started. And I'm sure, again, my parents did the best they could. I'm sure my mom was like, yeah, this is why you can't. <laughs> she didn't say this, but like, I feel like I picked up the message. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you picked people that are going to fuck her. you over, dude. Yeah. You invite the cool athletic kid to your party. Uh, he's going to go to a ski trip. And that we're talking like. This was fifth, sixth grade. Mm. Huge, huge impact on how I lived the, the rest of my life. Yeah. All my best friends from that point on have been people I work with, like mm-hmm. fucking Tony Stark, mm-hmm. uh, and people I live with. Mm-hmm. When Matt McCarthy and I were roommates, super close, super tight. Mm-hmm. And then we both got married and, and it, just, it just changed to a different... We're still close, but it changed to a different thing. Yeah. Hyper-masculine. Yeah, I I mean, again, I think it is, it it doesn't mean that it's something that you need to fix, but it seems like they're, you're working with um, a wound and then the, what you were directly and indirectly taught by your parents, they're, they handed down their protective mechanisms and their defenses so you were like, well, that fits with this wound. So I'm going to lock that into place. And then everything, your wife leaving you, all of the interactions after that are, it's just, you know, confirm, you're only seeing the things that confirm those beliefs yeah. and not really seeing, or maybe letting yourself see all the benefits of being with somebody like of, of having friends and sharing that. I think you do sometimes you're more open to seeing that now, but it's like, I, I think, yeah, that's what I'm hearing. And when you do talk about it, you, you are, it's very one sided. It's like just talking about the hard things about being in relationship and 
less frequently talk about all of the things that you get out of relationship. Mm. So that's why I'm like, if there was anything you could just, because I know you do get stuff out of friendships Mm -hmm. because also like, remember the pandemic when you thought that you liked that. And then after a certain point, you're like, I hate this. And then when we saw friends, you were like, Oh, I really do love this. Right. I just like it in those confines of like, we did Largo last night. I get to see Flanny. I get to see Moshe and we hang out in a social way with a, with a unified purpose. Yeah. And like, it's it's almost safe. It's like, here we are at Largo. It's going to be like this. It's going to be like that. But we've it's also like- had nights at the Gungers play, like, just like playing music and laughing and being with their friends. And <laughs> you know what I immediately go to? What? We had a night at the Gungers, which was so fun and was the opposite of everything I'm saying. So old Petey was going outside of his comfort zone and was loving it. Mm-hmm. And the instruments were passed around. They're all musicians. <laughs> and I was playing a drum. I was given a drum. And there was like this Brazilian like sex witch. <laughs> I don't know what his deal was. Like a very groovy Drinking the cold river water guy. Yes. Sleeping under the stars. Healing people with vibration. Yeah. Teaching capoeira. (laughs) Exactly. And like, just like a cool and mysterious guy that everybody was like, we sex now? Yeah. We sex now with you? We sex now with you? And I'm playing this drum, just kind of like making an effort to be like, I can be a guy that just kind of casually is banging on a drum while people are talking and he's talking and he's like, and that's when I realized that the crescent moon is actually pointing to the south. And then he casually, he touches my drum and goes, please stop. (laughs) (laughs) He goes, please stop. (laughs) He told me to stop. And I was just like, Oh my God, I'm dwarfing out so hard right now. Yeah, he also that uh, on that. Please stop. On that uh, hang, he was saying that he thinks guided meditations are totally missing the point, and it's so dumb. And like, if you are guiding, if if you're if if you're trying to meditate while you're listening to somebody talking, it's just keeping you in the realm of words, so you're never gonna actually get there. Which is like an okay point, but it was pretty funny. I was like, hey, that's kind of what I do. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a tricky one to do. Yeah. Um, but I, I, he, and I remember there also being another way. I think it could have been like cultural stuff. Like he was being like blunt that night. There were other things where he was like teasing like mystics. And I was like, this is a group of mystics, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, I remember that, but that's, that's, you just gave me the perfect, please, please stop. You did the perfect (laughs) example of what I was saying, which is you're going to find whatever you're looking for. So if you are looking for people are unsafe, then in that magical night, that was so fun. You're going to find the one instance that confirms that Mm. if you are looking for like, their friendships are nourishing to our body and we all are meant to like live in communion with each other, then you might see how it nourishes you. But also it, that's very wise mama. It, I'm not saying that you will ever be a hobbit. I mean, maybe you will, but it's not that you're broken and you need to 
fix it. I'm just saying you can find... Well, then, yep. You can find confirmation easily. You find what you're looking for is a very great lesson. Yeah. Because we had a Friendsgiving a couple nights ago, and I found the two sort of more sardonic, dark, funny people. Mm -hmm. And I had a great time with all of the different types. Yeah. But also with them. Because you... Yeah. So this is this has people. been uh, Pete trying to figure out how to be a friend, <laughs> but I think I mean if Man Park is teaching us anything, the <laughs> SNL sketch, it's not just me. No, masculinity. Yep, makes it difficult to be a friend. We're suppo- we're taught that we're supposed to be winners, hoard gold, Scrooge McDuck, get guns. I, I don't mean literal guns, but like get protection, mm-hmm. get big houses, get big walls, get fast cars. And literally fast cars that only fit two people. Like, that's yeah. the American dream. Yep. Uh, or an Iron Man suit that only fits one person. <laughs> and ev- and everyone else is going to sort of, like, fuck you over. By the way, I'm realizing this is what Civil War is, the the, mo- the Avengers movie. It's like the people that were like, groups are good. And the people that are like, groups are bad. Like, it's basically oh, really? oh, right. this issue. That's true. It's like the loners versus the collective. That's what I'm saying. I don't think that you are alone in this. I bet there are just as many people who can relate to this. That's why I wanted to dig into it. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to say one apropos of nothing, but I was listening to Eckhart Tolle this week. You gave that one beautiful, you find what you're looking for thing. And I think that's really profound and great. I just was eager to share this. I already told it to you. It's called Practicing the Power of Now. It's sort of like a summary of the power of now. And I listen to it in the car from time to time. And he's talking about like, he goes, let go of the past. He's like, you don't need the past. And you can feel the resistance to that. You're like, that's, that's, I need that. I need to analyze it. Yeah. I need to like measure it. Uh I need to learn from it. And he goes, if you want to use the past, uh, sit in the present and look around for all the different emotions and feelings and sensations that you're having right now. Yeah. Because that's you dealing with the past in the present. Yes. Like you go into the present and I did it. I looked around. I always have very specific visuals of like a tornado of Captain Crunch from my heart up to my throat. Mm. I'm like, what is this tornado, slow tornado of Captain Crunch? And it feels like pain or it feels like echo or, and I, I am, I'm dealing with, oh, there's my first wife left me. It's, it's here. Mm-hmm. It's here in the present. Mm-hmm. I don't have to go back and fantasize about what I could have said or what I should have said. You can find the sediment from those things in you now, just as we did in this hour, mm-hmm. we found my mom saying, Nikki got a, a bigger, better deal. Mm-hmm. It's in me now. Uh-huh. And I'm trying to deal with it now. Yeah. And I know we, we conjured up the past, but there's something really empowering and going like the part of the past that you need is here with you in the present. Yes. Deal with that. Yeah. It'll come to you. And when you do it that way, it comes in very adorable little bite-sized thing. I mean, yeah, sometimes it can be stronger, but it is way more manageable and again, it's able to be released because there's not a story that your mind is then making and then perpetuating that feeling. That's right. So it, it it's it's able to just and you don't have to know what it is. Like that's 
Oh, that feels you absurd don't, to the You don't mind. need to think it. Yeah, you I don't. You don't need to think it to fix it. If I have, if I have like an anxious belly, which I have kind of today, I've had a little bit of a nervous tummy. Of course, my brain wants to be like, okay, well, where am I in my cycle and what got mentioned and what is going on and what do I think this is? And that actually just isn't helpful for me at this stage. There are, there are times where it might be helpful to bring awareness to your feelings, but like I've done that. I've analyzed everything. I know, I know what my shit is. Yeah. Uh, so, so just get to point, the result. It's just like I was walking around running errands and I was just like, uh-huh. Okay. I feel it in my belly and here, I guess you're like my buddy today. Just gonna carry you around until you're ready to go. Like, I don't need to know why you're here. This goes back to uh, I, my note above the treadmill: let body solve what mind can't. And it, and there's something about like let presence solve what mind can't. Let yeah. stillness what, solve. Let what mind presence can't. solve what the past didn't. Also, because again, what the past didn't solve. Yeah. Yeah. Like your those feelings are coming up because they weren't. Really? accurately dealt with and right. released when they were happening. Well, that's but they can be in the present. The feeling of Nick went on the ski trip is still in my belly right now. Yeah. And it's way more, uh, I'm going to, I think it's way more effective for me to, like he says, like that darkness can't survive in the light of presence. Yeah. So when you see it, you acknowledge it, you invite it, you give it space, you give it expression you give it kindness. You give it kindness. And then it, it kind of just mixes into you as opposed to just talking about it and not being still with it, not being quiet with it, not being open to it. Uh-huh. I think that's that can be resistance. Like just yeah. talking about it, just thinking about it can just be charging it up with uh, uh, an aversion. Yes. And, and if you are just thinking about it, so in that example, you tell that story your body is reacting because it doesn't know that that isn't happening for the first time right now to your 12 year old self. Yeah. But the benefit of that, and I've said this before, but I can't, I just can't hear it enough. <laughs> what? So I laugh tired. at, no, on the podcast, the, the, one of the ways that you're less show busy than I am, which I love, uh, is you will touch your face when you're talking <laughs> So you'll notice old showbiz boy in his sparkling tuxedo is like, hello, everybody. Welcome to the... And you'll be like, and one of the things I just, I just feel like I was looking for... Was, it wasn't that bad. I no, I'm trying to do it as a bit. <laughs> but like there is like a in an in and out quality sometimes when you're talking. What do you mean in and out? Volume in and out. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not giving you a hard talking to. I'm just laughing that you'll be like, yeah, that's why. Um, oh, the Melissa would. Uh... <laughs> do you well, feel teased? Yes, I do. I feel adequately teased, and I forgot my point. Forget it. <laughs> oh no, the limbic brain doesn't. We gotta go. know. We're out of time. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're out of time. Oh, um, fuck you. <laughs> oh my god. It's so loud. Look at I the know. look at the loudness. Oh, I get it. You were very loud and clear with the fuck you. Yeah, in and out. In and out? Burger. Okay, go. The limbic. Uh, so in that moment, um your body thinks that that's happening, but the benefit of it is that it also doesn't know 
time. So if you then greet it with kindness, nurture it in a way that it wasn't. So instead of your mother who was doing the best that she could, uh, going like, see, this is why they're not safe or emanating. It was, they're all going to laugh at you. (laughs) They're all going to laugh at you. You remember that Adam Sandler? No. It's, he's like, mom, I'm going to go to the park. And he goes, no, no, they're all going to laugh at you. I related to that. Yeah, that's it. That's it. They're all going to go on a ski trip. <laughs> but your body doesn't know time. So if instead you just give it, you just parent it and love it in the way that is supportive to that part, it will heal as if it was getting the treatment that it needed back when that happened. Love it. That makes sense. Need it. Okay. Look, I went to Spotify and it has that dumb jump back in page. Uh-huh. I'm criticizing the thing that makes it easy to listen to every music. Every music. Every music. Oh, why is it so slow? I just, <laughs> it I, doesn't make it easy. I just want to I just want to play They're All Gonna Laugh at You. Oh, oh, oh no. screw you. Screw you, internet. <laughs> screw okay, you. Okay, here we go. Here we go. They're All Gonna Laugh at You. This will be instead of a poem. <laughs> They're all going to laugh at you. Um, where is Adam Sandler? Oh, here we go. Wait, that's the name of the record. Okay, this stinks. Um, yeah, you do. Do you have a poem? No, I thought we were doing this instead of a poem. We are going to do this. I found it. Um, oh, Mom? I think it's called Oh, Mom. All right, an ad. Val, how's your, how's your, how are your hands today? Are they? (laughs) They're cute. They are very cute, cute hands. Cute hands. Actually, I do need to get a manicure. Okay, here we go. Can you pass the beats, please? Here you go. Thanks. Hey, Mom, guess what? I got invited to a party tonight, and I'm going to go if that's okay with you. No! Why not, Mom? Yeah, why, well, Mom? You should go. It's going to be fun. I'll get to meet new people. They're all going to laugh at you! <laughs> They're all going to laugh at you! Don't worry, Brad. <laughs> Mom, I saw this great skirt at the mall today, but it was $34, which isn't that high of a price, but I was nervous to buy it. What do you think? No! <laughs> really? I really like They're it. They're all going to laugh at you! Oh, Mom, who is? They're all going to laugh at you! Mom, oh, so my God. Oh, you gotta get up to the early tomorrow for Little League training. No! Yeah, I have to be at the field at 9 o'clock. They're all gonna laugh at you! Oh. You can drop me off. They're all gonna laugh at you! Oh my god. They're all gonna laugh at you! I'll walk, I guess. No! <laughs> can you pass the salad dressing? No! <laughs> no! <laughs> oh my god. No! Oh my gosh. They're all gonna laugh at you! <laughs> okay, you get it. I'm enjoying it more than anyone listening. That really took me back. <laughs> oh, thanks, everybody. Yeah. So, happy Thanksgiving. This will be out Friday after Thanksgiving. Some people take that week off. Come on. Yeah, you're traveling. Is- you're hanging out. You need a little break. You're, you're your pals beating Val. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thank- we're grateful for you. Yeah. Thankful. Thankful. For you. We're giving thanks for you. For li- I, Really. Really. Keep it. Keep hey, keep that turkey or tofurkey. <gasps> keep it crispy. I'm so crispy. I'm so crispy. My ice game make you haters wanna get